listening to the Derek Asante podcast, also known as DAPS, the show that brings you insightful conversations about everyday topics. I just aim to keep the discussion above the average. My guests are the ones bringing the social proof to the conversation. Let's get into it. I'm your host, Derek Asante, and today I simply want to share some thoughts on the subject of raising boys to become the men of tomorrow and some of the necessary ideas to consider as parents, leaders, and mentors, right? Um, And before we begin, as always, I'd like to open with a quote. And today's quote reads, Sons, fathers, and men made of heart and courage, not only flesh and blood, Right? So we're more. We are far more than what might be uh, perceived. And the question really I want to pose for all to discuss really uh, in the comments and within your own circles is this. What kind of men do you want to take part in raising? That's obviously assuming that you're in a position to be raising a boy, right, to become a man. So answer that question for yourself um, and have a debate in your circles. I think it'd be a healthy one to get different people's perspectives. Why not? Right. Um, They say you got to get uncomfortable before you can get comfortable again. So let's get to it. Let's get uncomfortable. Um, You know, it's not stay stagnant. Growth needs to happen. You know, um, but like me. Do you wonder what the world would be like if we raised our boys to be real men of success in education as critical thinkers, active members of a society, active participants in their families, and also responsible yet accountable members of a community? Can you see a world like that, a society like that? If you can, share with us, right, what that would look like. I mean, that would be incredible. But I want to know if we had that, in your opinion, how would things be? You know, I mean, it's kind of dope, though. I mean, I think about it and just imagine a society with boys who are comfortable in their own skin. Right. They know who they are um, and what the men before them stood for. But also. They have the hearts of gold. Right. And that's priceless. You know, think about that. If you got, you know, a boy who just genuinely loves people or just living things and and all that, it's just about being connected to people. That's very powerful, especially if it's, you know, coupled with them knowing themselves and not infatuated with what people think of them. Um, you know, the opinions of others and all of that. But at the same time, they're considerate of others' um, experiences and challenges or obstacles. Man, that'd be incredible. It's not far-fetched. They do exist. I think it's just about time we start shining light on them. You know, 
I envision a place, at least, you know, the way I'm raising my son, I'm hoping that I, I accomplish this goal uh, as a parent, you know, because I envision a place that is occupied with boys who are caring, empathetic towards others, and making this time on planet Earth so much better and safer for everybody. I'm a dreamer, yes. So I still believe that would be extremely magical. Extremely magical. However, unfortunately, some of you may call me, you know, the dreamer that I am. And I will definitely own that label because I'm hopeful, right? Not doubtful. And I also believe that it's sad that we as a society have gifted our boys and even more so our black boys one of the ugliest gifts to navigate this environment. And that's the gift of fake love and a false ideology of what it means to be a real man. Oh, that's a real question, though. And I'm sure that debate, whether it's in the barbershop, the salon, you know, wherever, the lunchroom at work, what is the definition of a real man? Get at me. Right? Because, I mean, adults are essentially selling spoiled milk to boys and calling it calcium for the their bones. And meanwhile, they develop, you know, cancerous cells and killing them softly. What we put into our boys' brains is a result of what we get when they express themselves in the world. Right? Why are we constantly lying to our boys? We love our daughters unconditionally and shower our boys with nothing but conditions on how they should carry themselves throughout the eyes of everyone else. I said it. Implicit bias is a real thing. I said it. Right? It seems taboo to raise boys who feel connected to nature who care enough to care about nature. It's also taboo for boys to truly express themselves in a variety of emotions other than what they are currently prescribed, right, by society's norms. We need to raise our boys to be capable of empathizing with others. That's essential, right? And their situations and circumstances life hands out so they can actually develop the capacity to love themselves. Right? Like, love themselves mentally, who they are physically and emotionally, so they aren't solely dependent on others and women to take care of them as they get older. Right? This is a real issue that we're facing here. You know, I'm actually talking about raising our boys to be real men who will treat women the right way, fight to the end, right, to end violence against women, both publicly and behind the closed doors. 
why don't we just raise men who know themselves and don't tolerate any form of discrimination against others? Why don't we raise men who are just courageous, right? Courageous men with integrity who aren't afraid of speaking the truth and stands for equity for all. Such men are what the world needs, not the ones we currently have or raising. They can come for me. I'm okay with that. Because I said it. I got to own it. Right? It can only be my truth, but somebody's reality. You know? But it needs to be said. Right? There's so many of you who are going to disagree with me. And I'm perfectly fine with that. It actually makes for, you know, a much richer conversation when there are several perspectives. So please, share them. Right? I'm, I'm welcoming that because I need to know that I'm not being ignorant. Right? But before you reach your final, you know, um, conclusions of my views, answer this one question for me. But do it when you're alone with your thoughts, without any other influences, whether it's friends, your partner, or the media. I'm talking like when you're really alone, I want you to ask this question to yourself and do your very best to answer it as honestly as possible because it's only you in that space at that time. Right? And here's the question. What kind of society do you want to create or leave behind for your children? That's it. Answer that question. And I hope you take time to answer that question because it's it's pretty loaded. Right? And I think I've come to interpret that part of our lack of you know, real men. Today is the fact that we're raising our daughters to act like men. Yes. We are raising our daughters to act like men, yet our boys are neglected and left to figure life out on their own. Check this. I say that because this society has told black women to keep the man out of the house. Not in so many ways. Why? Because it's far more beneficial. In many cases, it can be very lucrative financially. Right? Historically, boys are raised to maintain a particular status quo once they occupy some, but not limited to those roles, such as maybe a security guard, a police officer, or maybe a dean of an institution, a probation officer, a politician, maybe even a doctor, a pro athlete, right? An entertainer. And the list goes on and on and on. But it also includes the role as a father within a family, right? And this is also where sons are reminded frequently, act like a man or man up, 
right? Boys don't cry. Or one of my favorites, what are you crying for? I've been guilty of that. Right? The boys we're raising today have no connection to nature, the environment, or their own communities. Right? They've also proven to quit much easier and more frequently when life gets a little bit tougher. Now, keep in mind that quitting takes many forms, like, you know, dropping out of school, uninterested in community development or engagement, walking out on your family via cheating or not making them a priority, and constantly failing at maintaining personal relationships. Any of those examples can be obviously deemed as failure. Right? When it gets tough, they quit. Right? Many of the men today, very similar to women, have adopted this individualistic mentality when they accept the normalization of inequities and injustices of our societies, so long as they don't impact their bottom line or monetary gains. So if it's not at my doorstep, it's not hurting my pocket, I'm okay with it. I'll turn the blind eye. There's nothing cool about that. Absolutely nothing. Right? Many of them have also settled into and gotten real comfortable, right? Like with jobs that pacify them. They pacify them because they enjoy the privileges, right? Of being a man. Let me be more specific, I guess. Um, white men, privileges of being heterosexual and more recently as a member of the LGBTQQIP2SAA community. I do apologize if I missed any letters, um, right? But those are now privileges. The unfortunate thing is that all these privileges are often at the expense of those on the opposite end of the spectrum. In order for me to get more, somebody has to get less. Why is this our model for everything? When there's, in fact, enough for everyone. Right? Also, interestingly enough, when we take a moment to reflect or question the idea of gender with a critical yet a logical lens, you'll come to realize that it's merely another social construct. Tell me if I'm lying. Right? Just take a look at the current decade where more and more people now identify as a pronoun. How is this any different from back in the days when we gave birth to terms like masculine and feminine and roles that were associated with them? Is there actually a difference? Listen, my doors are open. I'd love to have the debate, the conversation. Main reason is because I want to learn more. I want to know more. I am aware there's a whole lot I do not know. But I'm using this platform to start these conversations because they need to be had. 
Okay. Some of the ideas that I mentioned not too long ago, you know, with the masculine and feminine, these these ideas are exactly that, ideas. Right? Ideas invented, packaged, and delivered. Not sold to the masses, which then becomes the norm over time, right? We're all about norms. Oh, can't wait till we get back to normal. Whatever that means. Oh, we can't wait till things go back to normal. I asked somebody the other day, what is actually normal, if you can remember? Right? It couldn't really pinpoint anything. I mean, normal is really just living. Going through the motions, right? Choosing to do what you want to do or not do. Okay? But let me let me dive in a bit on this. <clears throat> a little bit here. Right? So think back. When people use the word like masculine to describe behaviors, archetypes, myths, rituals, and so forth, right? All they're doing is play, placing all those things in a socially constructed box. And admitting everything else they believe doesn't belong in that box. So imagine there's a box that says man or men. And everything in that box are words like masculine, strong, leader, right? And then you have another box that says feminine because it's for women or women. And in there you have, you know, words like feminine, soft, gentle, caring. How did we come to that? Right? This view of seeing the world is extremely skewed and limited. Yet, this is us. This is who we are as a people. We have created so many boxes in our own homes, for starters, that we no longer see them as inhibiting, but rather normal. And anything that is different is labeled crazy. Let's break it down. The chores, right, in and around our homes are divided amongst the members in that household. And in many cases, a lot of tasks are assigned to a person because of their identified gender. Subconsciously, and sometimes strategically. Right? All I'm saying is, let the most qualified person take on the task and stop creating more boxes to place people into. That's it. Enough with the boxes. Really, enough with the boxes. Are you looking for the finishing touch to wash day? A special occasion? Or just a play date? Graham Bear has you covered. We offer a wide selection of accessories. You will love our plant-based hair clips and fabric bows, bow ties for daddy and me, and our best-selling turban headbands, which are perfect for your mommy and me looks. We're a Canadian-based handmade shop our products are made to order with love, care, and attention to details. We offer fast, local, and international shipping. 
Our accessories are made for making memories in. Visit us at grahambear.ca for all your family accessory needs. Follow us on Instagram at grahambear to see our products in action, know about promos and contests. Be sure to use promo code DAPS10, that's D-A-P-S-10, for 10% off your next purchase. Welcome back. Welcome back. So we were just talking about, um, you know, the roles and the boxes that we've set in our society. And we're just, you know, getting started with that. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that. You know, the false kings and queens that we're, we're raising, uh, especially in the black community when we call our kids, you know, king and queen, but we don't treat them as such. That's another episode. <clears throat> I got another quote. I want to. Uh, continue, you know, the segment with, and it reads, it matters not how big your house is, but whether it has in it plenty of love. Let it simmer for a minute. It matters not how big your house is, but whether it has in it plenty of love. Right? And that's what I'm alluding to. We're raising false kings. How can a a man of no vision, purpose, without connection to nature and empathy for mankind, call his son a king before himself. A prince might be the term we should be using to describe our sons, for they are still being mentored by his father. I'm just saying, it's logical, as opposed to what we're currently doing, which is illogical. Besides, what are you? Or is he the king? Of you that you call son. I mean, if I'm the king of my father, why would I have to listen to him? If anything, I would be telling him what to do. Anyway, don't get me started with that one. So teaching a boy to be a king means that you eradicate his adolescence and perpetuate the old ideology that encourages him to believe he is above performing certain tasks. Think about that. And what's interesting is... Um, when young men live their own lives, they will do their laundry, cook, clean somewhat, washes the dishes, right? But for some strange psychological reason, they refrain from doing those tasks when they are in a relationship with a young woman. Why is that? I mean, it's just my observation. I'm just curious. Like, why is that? What changes? Is it then they feel like I need to act like a king? Because in my father's home, I wouldn't. But a peasant? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just throwing the questions out because I'm thinking about them. You know, I like the idea of making your, you know, your children feel like they are above all. But there's a price to be paid when they find out that's not the reality of their world. You know, what's also fascinating is that it's in, in many ways, history reminds me of the horrible ex-partner. Right. It just has a way of like stalking us over and over and over again. I think this is why we've come to understand and accept the statement. Right. History repeats itself. Or is the truth more like mankind refuses to learn from its experiences and we despise change? Could that be it? <laughs> That's what it feels like. Right. It feels like we, we just don't want to learn from the past. So it's easier to run with the cliche of history repeats itself, you know, but that's just me. But check this out. When we wish or, uh, you know, pray for a real man to come, 
right? I mean, like the return of the real man in 2021, recognize that <laughs> it's really an urge of nostalgia for yesterday's man. Think about that. There's something about yesterday's man, right? Because we called him a man's man. You didn't take no bullshit. You didn't take no this and blah, 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 right? Same rhetoric. But really what it is, is it's our own delusional past that we're wishing for. And then we also label those because everything needs to be in a box. We call those the good old days. And that's just what's happening. The good old days are playing tricks on us. Because a man today doesn't cut it. We wish for the good old day man and watch how quickly we regret that man when he shows his ugly face. There's so many different men back in the days. Which one are you asking for? And they were all so real. <laughs> Let me explain this. The problem with nostalgia of yesterday's man is that it literally omits the history of abuse as far as abusive males in the families the oppression of women in the families, the desertion of families, controlling behaviors, right? Drug abuse, financial irresponsibilities, incest, and the abuse of children. That's a part of our history as people, human beings. We've done these ugly things. So why are we so proud to talk about history repeats itself? It also ignores the burdens of responsibility placed on men to meet the growing expectations, right? To provide a good life for their families while upholding very exploitative, right? And social constructs. I mean, families weren't always happy in the past. The characters in those families were just played by more talented actors and actresses. I'm sorry, that's just the artist in me coming out. <laughs> I mean, we are all acting in this life, are we not? Whether we like it or not, we got a role to play. It's only a matter of who plays their role really well or who stinks at it. Just some food for thought, people. Just some food for thought. Now, I want to throw in another quote for you. And um, this is one that I actually really enjoy as well. I hope you, you'll appreciate it. Family is like a startup business. Because the greater the love, the greater the pain. Where respect not blood is the link to the bond that is shared. One of the challenges for adults and parents in regards to raising boys is the acknowledgement of the great influence of socially constructed gender divisions and traditional male roles without adopting them, right, as a natural or normal. We have to acknowledge that. It's a simple fact, right? A society is and will continue to reestablish its gender role differences and try to align them with traditions as we continue to evolve. That's what this is about. But it's still the real question I want people to answer is, what does it actually mean to act like a man, right? What does it mean? Because essentially it means to live in a box and don't you dare question or challenge the social norms assembled for boys. That sound like it's pretty accurate. I don't know. Again, it's just my perspective, what I'm observing. Let me know if I'm far off. If I strike a chord, let's talk about it. Right? We are, in fact, promoting two things when we ascribe to our boys all the norms without question. And verbal abuse and physical abuse. Right? Just think about that. Let me share that box with you guys. So if you look at verbal abuse, right? These are some of the things that boys might hear. 
right? In terms of acting like a man. They might be called a wimp, a girl, a sissy, mama's boy, a nerd, punk, bitch. So that's what boys are going to hear on the verbal side of things. Okay. And what that feeds into when you look inside this box is this boy now needs to be tough, needs to be aggressive, competitive, in control, display no feelings at all, don't cry, take charge, right? Don't make mistakes, and they must succeed. And then you look at the physical abuse side, right? What boys are experiencing is they're getting hit or beat up. They're being teased. They're also being isolated. They're being rejected, forced to play sports if they're not interested or activities they don't want to necessarily participate in. And of course, you have sexual assault. And what they get inside that box when they internally process this, a boy is feeling like, I need to have money. I don't need to ask for help. I'm angry. It's okay if I yell. It's okay for me to intimidate others. I don't necessarily have to be responsible. Sometimes I just have to take it because, you know, I'm a boy. And don't back down even when it's the right thing to do. And have sex with as many women as I possibly can. So if you pay attention, they're all aligned. So if you take another look inside the box, this is what the person is internalizing. And really from the verbal and the physical abuse side, you end up with someone who is just consumed with anger, sadness, no love, there's no connection, confusion, very low self-worth and esteem, right? Resentment towards whatever the energy is. Um, they lack curiosity. Sometimes too much curiosity is what they actually seek. Excitement is none and isolation. So that's what it means in today's society to act like a man. That's scary. That's very scary. And I'll leave it there. I also want to take a, a moment to thank all the listeners, supporters, partners behind the scenes and making it work. I appreciate it. Uh, follow me on Instagram. That's Derek Asante underscore. Until next time, love, peace, and happiness.